Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Welcome to Lucy's Week in Ambridge. Ah, it's never exactly in front of the curve, is it, Ambridge? The rest of us had all started going crackers in lockdown in April, really. That's when the odd behaviour, the obsessions and the fetal rocking began. As soon as lockdown starts easing, that's when Ambridge starts to lose its grip. We began the week with Emma quietly going mental. The episode began with her throwing a pie in the bin and ended with her pretending to be a five-year-old writing letters to members of the parish council. In the meantime, she went batshit because Ed was a bit anxious about informing on a dangerous criminal. You see, being a grundy woman gets to them all in the end. Things were no less nuts, Shea Burns. Harassment decided to recreate the whole holiday abroad experience, bless him. Fallon was dead excited, arrived at home, and he made her queue up for an hour, empty her pockets and take her shoes off. She ended up going through passport control with a huge family from Blackpool by mistake, and then he charged her £12.50 for a cup of tea and a cheese sandwich. It was a sweet idea, but I'm not sure he needed to do the cavity search, to be honest. Alice was home alone. In other words, hunting for booze. She drank all the miniatures, the cooking sherry, the toilet duck and the WD-40. So off she staggered to the petrol station on the bypass, muttering about a change of career as she went. I might want to do something completely different, she said. Different from being an astrophysicist, wedding planning, agri-technologist? I can see why you'd want to diversify, Alice. You wouldn't want to get stuck in a rut. Ed overcame his bred-in aversion to dealing with the popo and rang Crime Stoppers. It's not proper Crime Stoppers, it's the Borchester version. It's just Susan with her feet up on the shop counter saying, So what happened? Back at Fallon's, Harrisman was annoyed as he'd been playing in his paddling pool when his two-year-old niece Daisy turned up and took his little plastic watering can off him. It was a period of readjustment for all of them, really. Once she'd sorted out getting dry from the paddling pool, tea time, bath time and bedtime, poor Daisy was knackered, but Harrisman and Fallon eventually fell asleep and she could pour herself a hot ribena and settle down for In the Night Garden. Always at the forefront of any lunacy that may be going around, we then popped over to Bridge Farm, where Pat had lost it completely and shut Tony in the attic, telling him to play with himself. He found a train set. What is it with men in Ambridge and flipping toys in attics? So far, David, Nigel, Freddie and now Tony have all done it. And also, the older generation landing the younger with the shite they're too miserly to throw out but don't want to look after themselves. So they just make a great palaver out of handing over any old junk and saying, you have to look after it forever and ever as it's got huge sentimental value as it was what your granddad had in his pocket when he was struck by lightning slash fell in the slurry pit slash was sectioned. It's like a sort of chain letter of family memorabilia. 
prophesying dire catastrophe if anything happens to it. Honestly, there are young people in Ambridge who go off into railing with a rucksack full of family recipe books towing writing desks behind them. Anyway, this train thing is the Flying Scotsman, apparently. Trony tried to palm it off on Johnny, and even he was bright enough to dodge that one. Then he set up in the sitting room. Pat fell over the sidings and swore at him. Henry clouted Jack with a coal wagon, and Tony burst into tears, gathered up all his little bits of rail, and went sobbing off to his shed. He's happy as Larry in there, bless him. I mean, I say shed. It's now got what sounds like an 80-foot railway in there, a tractor and a car, so it sounds bigger than the rest of the farm, to be honest. If we ever wondered if there was physical proof that Johnny is a moron, first of all, he believed the horoscope Joy read out to him and then listened to Freddy, who advised him to spend 50 quid on scratch cards. Unsurprisingly, he didn't win. Apart from maybe he did because there was one card that had four flowers on it, except they weren't flowers, they were clovers, and he lost it and Daisy found it, who's a person, not a flower or a clover, and then I lost the will to live. Fallon sat on the green in a bikini while Rosie tried to drown Daisy in the pond. Joy Horville was supposed to be watching them, but she had her binoculars trained on Johnny, whose legs were poking out of a wheelie bin as he rummaged through looking for his common sense. But let us not mock Joy Horville, played by Sarah Mellican, who has not been in Ambridge long enough yet to be infected with the general apathy that infests the rest of them. The others just throw up their hands, shrug. <gasps> what can you do when no cases are ever ever solved by the local police. Hit and run, bunting, llama theft, church money, people, well, Ed, getting locked out of their own fields, all just blithely ignored while the police get on with the serious stuff of organising cricket rotors and dressing up as Jerry Halliwell. So Joy came up with a cunning plan so devastating in its fiendishness only someone with her level of intellect could have created it. She rang up the miscreant and asked him to come round. See, Cagney and Lacey never thought of that. Righto, said the baddie, and even harassment could get himself organised enough to be there with a Nina to actually arrest Tim Oti for having dodgy number plates, fly-tipping, and passing himself off as a daily shampoo for normal scalps. So well done, Joy. Harassment has now actually got an arrest rate and a 100% improvement on his previous one. Now, if he can just mick his missus and her mother for crimes against music, he could make it the hat-trick. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 